Have you been sabotaging New Year's you? It's only January 8th on the day I'm recording this. And I know that there are some traps that you can fall into in the beginning of the year. It's like we have this natural lift of motivation on January 1st, (laughs) on January 1st, and then we start a slow decline. (laughs) And by, you know, January 8th or so, it starts to all slip away and and the habit isn't exactly working out like we thought. And if it was an exercise habit, our muscles are sore and that sucks and we're uncomfortable and getting up early is no fun. And let's talk about some ways that you might be sabotaging yourself in the new year. So this applies to you whether you set goals, whether you want to install a new habit, or whether you're the kind of person that you said, you know what, I don't want to set a goal right now. I just want to enjoy my time with my kids enjoy my coffee, sit on my porch more. So if you're the I just want to dot 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 person, let me make sure I clarify that I just want to, whatever you say next, that actually is a goal. That actually is an intention. So even if you're not setting a traditional, you know, smart goal or whatever, let's talk about some ways you can keep from sabotaging yourself. So what I have for you today is a recording, part of the recording of a class that I taught on January 8th called New Year Future You. And the class was designed to keep people from sabotaging themselves in the new year and then also walk them through the three-step system for setting an intention and setting a goal and working on becoming future you in a way that's not stressful, which is you know, kind of my thing. How do you become future you naturally, authentically, without making yourself crazy and actually enjoying your life? So before we get into that recording, though, I need you to know that Unlock Your Five Star Future, my eight-week course, is open for enrollment right now, and it closes at midnight on Tuesday, January 11th. This course is for you if you have been feeling stuck, if you have trouble visualizing a future or even wondering why or how things could possibly work out for you in a positive way. If you have been getting in your own way, if you've been feeling frustrated, if you struggle with motivation, if you struggle with squirrel brain and focus, if you dream dreams that are way super big and amazing and you're so excited about them, but then you struggle to achieve any of your goals. If you only want to set super small goals and you can't think of any big dreams for yourself. If any of that sounds like you, this course is for you, okay? I designed it because eight years ago, Mel, she needed it. She was stuck in a big way. She was super negative. She didn't feel like she had anybody in her life who understood or wanted to support her or wanted to help her become a positive person. I decided I wanted to be a positive person and I had no idea how I was going to do it. So that's why I designed the course. It's eight weeks long. I am offering four group coaching sessions with me on Zoom. Uh, You get two private 20-minute calls with me. There's over 100 pages of worksheets. There's videos. There's a private Facebook group. So if you are one of those people that's like, Mel, I hear you when you say you didn't have anybody in your life to support you in this, that's why I made the group so that we can all support each other. And really important, listen up, 
It's buy one, gift one free. So if you buy a seat for yourself, you can gift a seat to a friend for free. That's only for this session, January 2022. Closing, enrollment is closing on January 11th at midnight, 2022. So it's the perfect time. It's the perfect way to start the new year. If you've been feeling stuck, when it's over, you'll have some momentum. If you've been struggling to install new habits, well, installing habits is part of the course. That's kind of why I made it so long. That's why I made it eight weeks long so that I can help you step-by-step set up some positive habits for yourself. If you struggle with strategy, that's a major component. When the class is over, you're going to have a roadmap for what's next. And uh, awesome, totally awesome sauce is that, you know, I'm always there for you. Once you get in, you pay once, you get lifetime access, not just to the course and the videos, but the Facebook group. So in 12 weeks, 16 weeks, two years when you're like, Mel, I'm really struggling with this thing. Guess what? I'll be there. I'll be there for you. So go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock and enroll today. I can't wait to be your guide. I can't wait to help you create the roadmap and get unstuck and start feeling like you're on the right track. You're doing okay. Start giving you some of those positive feelings. So I will see you inside the course. And now let's dive into this episode. This is a recording from a class. You might hear me say things like later or look at this, or I can't remember exactly what I said, but things that indicate that I'm showing things on screen or that I'm talking to other people who are attending. That's what's going on. I haven't totally lost it. Started talking to other people who aren't there. They really were there, I promise. So hope you enjoyed today's episode Stop sabotaging New Year's you. Woo! Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. We want to talk about how to avoid some common New Year's sabotage. So when I was saying earlier, write down what resonates with you. Let me walk you through some of the common pitfalls of the new year, whether they're culturally created or or things, uh, stories that you've carried since you were little, or things you saw in movies. Here are some pitfalls that you can fall into. That's not right. Traps. Tadra's my editor, so later she can tell me what's a better way to say pitfalls you fall into. That's not right. I know it's not right. Like sand traps you get stuck in, okay? So thing number one. Taking on too many things at one time. Somebody earlier already said that, uh, let's see, Alexa said she's a master of filling up her plate and ending up in burnout. That was always me. Anybody else, anybody other than me and Alexa, take on too many things at one time? Yeah, the beginning of the year is when um, overachievers are most likely to set themselves up to fail, okay? Okay. We, we get to that last week of December 
and we kind of go through this cycle of we're like, well, ooh, I really let myself down last year. Boy, did I let things slip. But come January 1st, I'm going to take on these 87 things. I'm going to do every single one of them every single day. This can be amazing. Anybody? Anybody? Yes, you try to put 87 things on your plate. It's too many, guys. It's too many. You can't take on that many things at one time because part of achieving goals, building confidence, creating habits is about repeated success and recognizing your success. And you can't push. I'm going to use a sports ball analogy, even though I don't, I don't watch sports ball. Okay. That covers all sports, but uh, for a while, my son played soccer. And so I, I was obligated to attend soccer games. So I understand some things about soccer. If you have 10 soccer balls and you start at one end of the field and you need to get all 10 soccer ball balls into the goal and you only get five kicks per day, are you going to feel better if every day, like you kick five of the balls and then the next day you kick the other five and then the next day you go back, you kick the first five. And then one day you only get three kicks. So you, so you kick the, the five that are furthest behind and how good's that going to feel? You're going to get exhausted when you get like to the middle of the field, right? I'm sure there's a sports ball way to say that, but if you use all five kicks every single day on the same ball, guess what? You get it in the goal really fast and then you feel great. And you're like, one down, one down, nine to go. And you go back and you pick one more and you kick it all the way across the field. If you're good at kicking, you can probably get it in in five kicks. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? It's disheartening when you try to work on too many things at one time because you just can't. You can't accomplish everything at one time, but you can install one habit and then have that habit and build on a new one, add another habit. You can have one goal that then builds into another one. Nobody's saying today, you're going to pick everything you're going to achieve for the rest of your life. So choose wisely. No, that's too much pressure. You're going to do one thing, you're going to accomplish it, and then you can pick another thing. So one of the most common traps, one of the most common ways to sabotage yourself at the new year, overachievers, taking on too many things at one time. Another trap, being unclear with your vision for the future. There's a reason that vision boards are so popular or, or putting everything on Pinterest or making a collage. It's because picking out pictures forces you to make decisions and choose what you want, right? Part of the reason a Kanban word, board works is because you have to actually write things on the post-its. You have to actually write things down. So if you don't know where you're going, you won't get there. And listen, when I say this, sometimes people think that that means you have to have these huge dreams. You don't have to have huge dreams. I'm going to encourage you to continue to work on your life and continue to get to a place where dreams will start to occur to you again. 
but sometimes you're in a place that's so low, you can't dream big. Either you're grieving or life has kicked you around or you've just had too many things not work and, and you're tired. That's okay. But even saying at this point in my life, what I want most is to be able to enjoy my coffee in bed every morning. That's a habit, guys. That's an intention. That's a goal. It's a goal that's going to make you feel good. A goal does not have to be something that is like, makes you feel stressed out. Puts you in a flop sweat because you don't know how you're going to achieve it. It scares the bejeepers out of you. Sometimes goals are that way. Sometimes you're at a place in your life you need to push yourself and you need to scare yourself. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you just need to set an intention. So being unclear with your vision. So a big part of what we're working on today is your vision for the future. Poorly defining, next pitfall, poorly defining what 100% is or your best or what counts as success. Ooh, I see head nods. And some of my coaching clients are here and I know that several of them separately have this challenge. The great thing is I've coached enough people now and had enough students go through my course that now I don't have to say, please tell me I'm not alone because I know I'm not alone. I know that this is something that some of us struggle with. My friend was talking to me about setting up an exercise routine. And what she wanted to talk about was she wanted to figure out where she was making a mistake, right? Uh, What was wrong with her is basically what she was asking me. What's wrong with me? She says, I, I, I get started and I do about eight days and I'm good. And then I just totally fall off the wagon. And then I don't pick it up again for like 10 days. Okay. And I said, okay, well, how many days a week are you supposed to work out? And she was like, um, every day. And I said, okay, well, how long do you have to exercise for it to count as a, as a session? Um, an hour, (laughs) you know, and every answer ended with a question mark. She hadn't defined what she was doing. Okay. You can fall into that trap with your to-do list. If you end every day feeling dissatisfied, you're the one setting the finish line for the day. Okay. So the between uh, ending the day satisfied and dissatisfied, that's on you. You're the one who decides what the finish line is. And if you're constantly feeling dissatisfied, ask yourself, do I just never set a finish line? Does nothing count as 100%? Does nothing count as good enough? And you just think, okay, well, if I beat myself up and you, you may not have this conscious thought. I know I was having this conscious thought. I thought, Well, if I don't beat myself up, I'll get lazy. I am not lazy. (laughs) I'm not a lazy person, but I was convinced that I was. And that if I didn't end every day being like, dang it, Mel, you didn't get enough done, that I would just quit. Let me interrupt for just a second. Don't skip ahead over this important announcement, okay? If you have ever heard or, you know, I know, skipped over my commercial for Unlock Your Five-Star Future, my course slash DIY coaching program. Listen up, 
I am closing enrollment on Tuesday, January 11th at midnight. It's a new year. It's a great time for reflection. It's a great time to work on getting unstuck and think about what you want for, I mean, frankly, the rest of your life. Who are you becoming? What are your intentions? What's the five-star version of you look like? And how do you create your version of a meaningful life? That's what the course is. It's a deep dive. It's eight weeks of video instructions, over 100 pages of worksheets. And now for the first time in two years, I am going to lead a group through. And when I say lead a group through, what I mean is when students get added to the Facebook group, I'm going to be in there every single day with prompts uh, around the lessons that you're going through. I am going to offer group hot seat coaching for the first time in two years. So there's going to be four opportunities for you to show up on a Zoom call with me and your fellow students and get 10 minutes of of one-on-one coaching with me and also listen to the other people being coached. Because even though I've had people tell me like, oh, Mel, group coaching sounds scary. Well, I get it. I get it. But the thing you don't think about is what you're going to learn from all the other people. Because you're going to realize, oh, hey, you're not alone in the issues and the challenges that you're having. You're also going to learn so much about seeing things through other people's perspective. Additionally, I have another bonus, which is two private 20-minute coaching calls with me, which you get after week three of the class and after you finish week six of the class. And, 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 and the private, not private, the troubleshooting library, the Find Your Focus troubleshooting library, which is an additional set of um, videos that I created that you also get access to. Last but not least, as part of the New Year's deal, it's buy one, gift one free. You buy a seat, you gift a seat to a friend totally for free. When I reopen the course in April, that's not going to be the case anymore. Okay, it's not going to be BOGO anymore in April. So if you have been on the fence about taking this course, it's time to get off the fence. Get off the fence. Join me, come hang out with me in person on Zoom, in the private Facebook group, and you sign up at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock. So in case you skipped a whole bunch of that, unlock your five-star future enrollment is closing. So if you've been thinking about it, make sure you sign up before January 11th at midnight. And I can't wait to work together. All right. so. Next bit of sabotage, next way to sabotage yourself. Starting where you want to be instead of where you are. Is anybody in here like super good at visualizing the future? When I talk about visualizing the future, you're like, man, I got so many dreams, Mel. I got so many ideas for my future. I got so many goals. Kelly says, yes, me too, Kelly. You might've noticed I built my entire brand around the word future. So if, and Elizabeth says yes, Alexa says yes. Okay, so for us, any of you that are super good at visualizing the future and you got all these big dreams, there is a good chance that you are trying to start your gear, your goal setting 
your habit, your progress on that dream, you're trying to start further along than you actually are. Okay. This is like Mel. Oh, can't believe I'm going to admit this. This is like Mel thinking that she's going to write a book and it's going to sell a lot, a lot of copies in the first week. Did it? It's all time. It's all some copies. I feel good about it. You know what? I have a really big family and a lot of them told me they bought a copy. So I'm pretty sure a lot of those copies went to family members, right? But that's Mel trying to start where later on Mel is, okay? If future Mel, I don't, I, I don't have a good number for this, but if future Mel is an author who puts these books out and they immediately, like in the first week, help thousands and thousands of people, that's future Mel. Now, I knew it wasn't going to help thousands and thousands in the first week, but, you know, I had a number that I only hit 10% of because I was starting too far ahead. Does that make sense? Oh, that was painful to admit. Blech. Okay, anything else that you guys write down today? I'm not even reading it. And I just said that out loud and in a recording. <laughs> it's not even just between us. Okay, so that's trying to start someplace other than where you actually are. You're good at visualizing the future. There's a very good chance you're also living in the future. That doesn't mean in your daily life you're not being present, you're not being grateful. That's not what I mean. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's already March. And I try hard to, to fight against that. But because March is on my wall now, it's already March. I'm already behind, right? Okay. Next bit of sabotage you might fall into. Poor time management. Anybody, anybody struggle? Several of you said time management. But do you waste time? Or do you try to do too much? Yes. Okay. Seeing the head nods. Good. Kelly says you're in my head, Mel. Yes. Exactly where I want to be. Someday it'll be revealed. I'm I've got these superhero powers and I just actually read all your minds and filter through it as we're on these calls. But <clears throat> I used to really struggle with this. And if I'm honest, I really only fixed it last year. Not 2021, but the end of 2020. I started actually putting things in my calendar, my goals, my time for my habits. And that's when I started to realize, oh, Mel. You are overestimating how much you can accomplish this month or this quarter by like times 10. You can accomplish about 10, like one tenth of what you think you can. Okay. So Jennifer says, I try to do too much, get overwhelmed and waste time. Yeah. Because we move into fight, flight, or freeze as our, as our survival instinct. And, you know, different people have a different default. Mine is freeze. I know that I've put too much on myself. I know that I'm overwhelmed if I am laying on this floor. That's where I go. Not even the couch, not my bed, the floor. That's where I freeze. That's where I lay down. Okay. So start to figure out when you are getting overwhelmed, what does it look like for you? Does it look like, well, I'm just going to 
go for a walk because anything I do won't be productive here anyway? Do you go clean the bathroom? Do you go take a nap? Do you get mad and beat yourself up verbally? I don't mean fight clubbing, but okay. What do you do? Carmen, you read a book. Okay. So you go with uh, flight. You flee on over to a book. Another trap, planning for the whole year. Planning for the whole year. I know I call this new year, future you. We're not making a plan for the whole year. Sorry. We're going to focus on a quarter because a year is too long. It's too long. Do you even remember what January you was doing? 2021? I don't. And I have a, like a steel trap of a memory. Ask any of my coaching clients. Most of the time, I don't even need all the notes that I take. I just remember. I don't remember what I was doing in January. It's too long. You can't conceptualize it. You can't plan for it. There's going to be too many different things that go awry. There, there's going to be too many different uh, things that you learn, right? You might start working on one goal, get a little bit, two months, of progress in and go, oh man, I actually need to majorly adjust this goal, majorly. Well, then your whole year plan is just thrown out the window anyway. So we are not gonna plan for a whole year. So one, okay, uh, Mia says guilty. Alexa said, that's what I did last night, planning for the year. Alexa, don't feel bad. I used to always, always, always plan for the whole year, always. And then I would stop looking at the plan in like, early February. And by July, I would forget that I have even made a plan. And then at the end of the year, when I went to, you know, like create a, a brand new document, I would go to save it. And I would discover I had another document already called year plan. And I would open it and I'd be like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't do any of this. And that would just make me feel bad. All right. Last trap. And we're going to fix this one right now. A way that you might be sabotaging New Year you is by throwing past you under the bus. If you are having feelings about 2021 you that are anything other than, you know what? 2021 me was doing the best she could. She, she did the best she could. All right. Anybody throwing themselves under the bus? Anybody want to admit to it? Having, I mean, I, me, some of my friends are here and they'll say, I mean, don't say it, but they can tell you that I have been throwing 2021 Mel under the bus. She was doing the best she could, right? It was a tough year. So here's what I want you to do. Thank you all. I won't even say your names, but I appreciate, I appreciate that you guys are, are are with me on this. Right now, in your notes, I want you to write down three things you are proud of that past you did last year. Oh, did I see you roll your eyes? I saw it. I'm always watching. Three things that you did last year that you can be proud of. They don't have to be giant guys. 
if you're just, if you're casting about and only thinking about your big goals, did you take care of your family? Just because it's on autopilot does not mean it does not count. Just because you think you have to do it, you don't. Do you understand? You don't have to do anything. Especially looking at, at caregivers, okay? Whether you take care of a plant, an animal, a spouse, a parent, a child. You think you have to, and, and you're not, uh, you know, sometimes you're still doing it in a loving way and you're excited to do it, but you completely discount it. Did you take care of your kids this year? Good for you. You didn't have to do that, but you did. And I bet you did a pretty good job. Probably better than you're letting yourself think you did. All right, so that's eight ways, eight different instances of sabotage that you are going to avoid in the new year. You're going to stop taking on so many things at one time. Just pick one thing and work it until it's an installed and ingrained habit or until you cross the finish line and then you can pick up the next thing. It's not one thing ever. It's just one thing for now. Stop overwhelming yourself. You're going to get clear about your vision for the future. So whether that's three months from now you or three years from now you or five-star future you, you don't know when it's going to happen, but the most authentic, ideal version of yourself, create a vision so you know where you're going. You are going to define your best or what 100% or what crossing the finish line looks like so that you're not falling into that trap like my friend who didn't know how much exercise she needed to meet her exercise goal. You got to get specific. You're going to start where you are instead of where you want to be. You know, Mel still struggles with it, with this. If you're struggling with it, it's fine. But really think about where present you is and where you can get in the next three months instead of thinking where, you know, three years from now you might be and, and where that person can get. You're going to focus on your efforts instead of your results. You don't control the results, but you do control your effort. You're going to focus on time management. So put it in the calendar. That's when you figure out, oh, hey, I do have time to do this thing. I don't have time to do this thing. Or you're like, Mel, and you find out that you only have time to do 10% of what you think you have time to do. You're going to plan for a shorter period of time. A year is too long. Plan for the next eight weeks, the next 12 weeks, the next two weeks, but not the whole year. And you're going to stop throwing past you under the bus. So if you didn't do it, write down three things you're proud of that past you did last year. And if you haven't already, you can download the free end of year journal that I made for you at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash 2021 download the free goodbye old year, hello new year journal, and that will help you give past you some credit. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, 
You also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.